This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing. But rest assured, you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Leicester Till I Die TV. Watch and subscribe on YouTube and listen on your podcast platform. Oh, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV for all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes! Back of the net. It didn't happen in 49, 61, 63 or 69 when they reached the final. But the class of 2021 have delivered. Leicester City are FA Cup winners at last and are history makers at Wembley. A modern day football miracle. They have blown their rivals away. They have blown us all away in truth. Premier League champions 2016, the amazing Leicester City! TV, your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. And now, here's your host. Right, Chris. All right there. All right, they're back. How the devil are we all? Welcome along. It is, as always, Leicester Till I Die TV. Thanks to uh, everybody who's watching and listening. If you want to watch Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube, please do what it says just there. 
if it comes up, there we go. Subscribe, hit that subscribe button, please. Um, smash the likes and click the notification bell. It all helps support the channel. It really does. And if you are by any chance listening to this on your favorite podcast platform, whatever that may be, uh, it is again just search less little I die. And if you are using a smart speaker, just say play the podcast. Lester till I die, and it will do that for you. It's Tuesday. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's Tuesday. God knows where I am. Nine o'clock. That can only mean one thing. It's the prediction show. Let's bring both my guests in. Brad and Steve, good evening. How are the devil are you both? Um, pretty good, mate. Good. Great, thank you. You've not had your phone run over this week, Steve? No, no, no. Locked away in the pocket. <laughs> good, good, good. Now, then, um, last week, I haven't got the results from last week because obviously it was a big week and we had a lot of, um, a lot of games are still being played. Um, it was interesting to see Liverpool blinked first at Tottenham, and it looks like they've got something in the eye, and they are blinking again tonight because it's still one all between Villa and Liverpool with half an hour to go. Um, but, Brad, you are right up my backside. <laughs> Would seem that way, wouldn't it, mate? I told you, I told you at the start, Steve didn't believe me. It's all up here in getting the mind games. <laughs> Well, I tell you what, I'll be glad when we get back to normality next season. Um, I think the fact that we we won everything, well, we won a lot of games last season was why I did well. This season, the fact that we're not winning many is why I'm not. None of us got the Tottenham, uh, the Liverpool Tottenham draw. Uh, Brad and myself got the Arsenal lead. Sorry, Steve. Um, Don't mind that. <laughs> uh, Norwich West Ham. No, none of us got that. None of us got the Norwich West Ham. Or or the Everton uh, Leicester for, for that matter, and uh, Brad and Steve got the Manchester City Newcastle United win. I think I kind of maybe went for a draw in that one. Just shows what I know. But at the moment, I'm on one three nine. Brad is on one three eight, and Steve, oh. you very much are, you very much are the Norwich at the moment. <laughs> but, <laughs> We'll worry about that. But, hey, let's get straight into it, uh, uh, the prediction show. See if we can do better this week. Um, we're starting off, well, we know which way this is going for you, um, Steve. It's Spurs against Burnley. Um, and you, you, you're going to go Burnley, aren't you? I am, yeah. 2-0. I mean, do you, do you think they're safe now? Have they done enough to stay up? Um, I think the other teams are making it safe for them, to be honest. Um, mm. The way things are going at the moment, it's, it's going to be uh, nice to watch because I think the, uh, the, other, the other end of the table settled, especially with the results going Man City's way to right. So yeah. I think um, just concentrate on what's happening at the back. I think Everton done themselves a good favour. So the momentum, you know, it's looking bad for Leeds at the moment. It is. I mean, a while ago, Steve, I didn't think Leeds would be drawn into it, but um, they have. Uh, 
And I think when we saw the game on Saturday, I just think Everton wanted it more than us. Steve, sorry. Hello. Can you hear me again, Steve? Yeah, I can, yeah. Ah, just saying, it, it was very much like um, Leicester on holiday and sort of Everton wanted it more, didn't they? Yeah, you know, I think we, we spoke about what was going to happen if Leicester um, were knocked out of the European. I think, you know, um, I think you might get that now till the end of the season because I cannot see them scoring any goals at the moment. No, no, I would have to agree with you. Scott has gone for a draw on this one. Uh, Brad, which way are you going? I mean, they've, they've got the North London derby, haven't they, before mm. this? And I just, I don't know what it is about this first team this season. I know that you'd argue they're having quite a good season, obviously, but they've still had these moments where if they win a game like that, they'll get ahead of themselves. I think the job's done and then they'll come up against Burnley and they'll scrap for something. But Burnley disappointed me the way they played uh, against Villa, especially at home. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sorry, Steve, but in a times of crisis, we can't have we can't have Chris winning this league because he'll get a trophy and everything. <laughs> right? So I'm going to have to say I'll take the gamble and take the wrath of Steve and go for a Spurs win. <laughs> oh, Brad, you have little faith. Um, <laughs> right, we get it. <laughs> I, I, I have actually maybe I bought a little trophy, but you know it uh, might have to get lost in the post if I don't win it. Um, I mean, I'm looking at this and Burnley, if we're basing it on the last four games, Burnley have um, are actually in fourth place in the forms table um, and Tottenham are down in 11th. So Burnley, they had, they showed what Everton was showing for me, basically, was a fight to stay up. But it very much looked against Villa and they've only got Villa again to come. But very much to me, for Villa, it, it, it looked like Burnley thought the job's done. You know, we're safe now. You know, it, it leads to going the other way. Um, so I was very disappointed in Burnley. I'm going to have to agree with you, though, Brad. And I am going to go Spurs. So, uh, sorry, I apologise as well, Steve. That's OK, mate. Um, I'll have to get some, I'll have to get two of the friends... Uh, Talking of the aforementioned Villa um, Villa and Palace Villa at home Um, Let's just bring the form up there Um, As you can see Steve I mean Villa at home But they've won They beat Burnley like we say They beat Norwich They drew with us Who have? 2-1 2-1 to Liverpool. Oh, normal normal, normal service is resumed, as they say. Well done, yeah. Liverpool. Well done, Liverpool. Uh, yeah, so Villa, as well as losing tonight, they uh, lost to Tottenham 4-0. Um, and could... Well, they couldn't beat Wolves either. It's been a very much up-and-down season for them. And I suppose, really, sort of a typical um, season of getting a new manager in, sort of, you know, drawing it. I think Villa are the same as quite a few teams this year. You don't know which Villa is going to turn up. Uh, one minute they look absolutely fantastic, and then mm. the next minute you're thinking, "I oh, you know where they all disappeared to." 
Um, they played a good game tonight, but then the games that you you see them playing, you can't see them winning for some reason. Mm. So it's very very strange, very strange. But I'm still going to think they'll have enough to beat Palace. Palace have had a good season, but you know, I think Villa will do them. Villa, right? Um, Brad, I mean Palace. Um, they have um, they beat Watford, but only by the single goal. They made hard work of it. Um, but they did, did, did beat Southampton, but then who hasn't this season? Uh, except just on the last day, of course. Um, they drew with Leeds, they couldn't get past them, and they lost to Newcastle, and of course, they lost to us as well. So it's it's been it's, like Steve said there, it's been a funny season for a lot of teams. Can you see Palace going to Villa and getting anything here? They've both been as bad as each other at times, haven't they? And they've both had surprising little runs where you thought the mm. managers were getting it together. And, you know, my wife won't thank me for this, but, you know, talks of Vieira having a good season, proving the pundits wrong and the fans wrong and whatnot. Stephen Gerrard came in, he had his effect, then it wore off, then it thought we soldiered through. Then he realised he'd left the Europa League final side to go manage 13th in the Premier League. So I've got this down as a draw, mate. Because I can't separate either of them. I purposely wrote my answer down before you said it then. I thought, right, you know, then you can't accuse me. I've got to agree with you. Um, Again, you know, I mean, Palace are seventh in the form table. Villa are eighth. Um, There's not much to choose between them. And, you know, like you say, it's got got draw written all over it, hasn't it, really? yeah, as as uh, Anthony. Good evening, sir. How the devil are you? Welcome along. Um, thanks for last night, Anton. I hope you are well. Um, we haven't got to Arsenal's prediction yet, but I think you know what <laughs> what, what one of us is going to go for. Um, <laughs> uh, so Scott went three three one to a Palace. So uh, the next game: Leeds United versus Brighton. Um, Oh, what can we say about this? I mean, Brighton, in fairness, Steve, they had a really good start. And then you'd got um, a dip in their form. And there were one point, I remember saying to people, that they were bottom of the form, t- form table. But big up to Graham Potter. He's turned that round. They have gone on an amazing, amazing run. Um, they're fifth in the form table over the last four games. Yeah, maybe maybe I'm uh, I'm not giving him the credit he deserves. Well, I did make a, a comment on Facebook after the Man United game saying that uh, Brighton were the new Barcelona because uh, <laughs> I don't know if it was Man United made them look really, really good or they were good, but yeah. I thought the movement was, I thought the movement was good. I thought the, um, the passage of play was good. And I think they're playing with a team with a lot of confidence. And I think... You know, you can't knock them for that and fair play to the manager. And it's good to see. It's good to see a team like Brighton doing doing so well. So I'm, I'm going to stay on the bandwagon. I'm, I'm going to go for a Brighton win. Brighton win. Brilliant. Now then, Brad, after that, I mean, Brighton, credit where credit's due. We know Man United are having a bad season, but... They've still got some good players in there. They're not, you know, you can't go to there and think, yeah, we're going to win because of the season they're having. So, 
all credit to Brighton for what they did. Are you going to stick with the sitting on the fence or are you looking at damn, a 6 0 win right like Scottish? No, you're damn right I'm sticking on that fence because ever since <laughs> I've been back with the form table and you mentioned it, I've gone with a draw, minus that one game where I got free hit at. And every time they've either successfully managed to give me a point or they've gone better and give me a happier girlfriend and they've won the game. So I'm sticking to it. It works. You're welcome, Brighton. I will take the plaudits. You're very welcome. How about it, Chris? Get me off the fence for the next fixture. So you are, you are sticking on the draw. I am, like I say, I've not been Potter's biggest fan, as you know, uh, but I've got to give him credit. You know, he, he's, he's found something mid-season and... He's, he has turned it round, and I'm I'm going with Steve on this one, and I think Brighton are going to uh, maybe not get the six that Scott is saying there, but I think they uh, they they could certainly help their goal difference. That is without question. Um, Leeds well, are going well, down. Fact about Brighton. Sorry, Chris, to cut your reading that comment out. Uh, mm. Chloe told me this: Brighton scoring four against Manchester United accounts for a quarter. Of their goals they've scored at home this season. Really? <laughs> yeah, she told me that they'd only that, that is a quarter of their home goals this season they have managed to score. Apparently so. Well, well, well I, I, I might, might change my mind then. Also, like that, you know, they're playing away. That's fine. They're playing away. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good evening, Spencer. How are you? I think Leeds are going down. To be honest with you, uh, I said. I didn't think they were going to be drawn in it famously a few weeks ago. Um, that, that's up there with my my uh, Leicester versus um, Liverpool versus AC Milan uh, at half time three nil. It's all over. <laughs> Quote my son. So shows how good I am. Anthony, he, he, he refused. He refused to actually did Steve refused to actually even predict a score. So I'm afraid it it doesn't exist. On, yeah. on Thursday night, whenever it is, you just do not exist. You're not playing. So, yeah. <laughs> um, now then, the next game. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I mean, I looked at this at the start of the season and thought, last year we've got a really easy running. <laughs> we've got, we've got. Um, we've uh, well, we had Everton, we had Norwich, we've got Watford, we've got Southampton. That that should be twelve points there. We might even just sneak in at seventh for Europe. How wrong again was I? Um, I, I can you know, and <laughs> I, I know Steve that Brendan said he wants to finish high. He wants to finish in that top half. We've had we've had a European semi final. Let's not forget that. So the season isn't all doom and gloom. You know, when you take off your blue tinted spectacles and accept that, yeah, we got knocked out, but it was Roma, it was away. Um, but I just, I just can't. I, I just worry about Leicester at the moment. See, the thing I see from this uh, perspective is that you know I'm not going to slag the manager off because he's a good manager. I'm yeah. not going to slag the players off because they're good players, but there is definitely something wrong. And I think mm. the thing that is wrong is the tactics are wrong. Because if you watch mm. the, the old Leicester of old, they used to excite you. They used to run at teams and they used to 
even if they conceded a goal, you could see them scoring a goal. But at the moment, yeah. with the sideways passing and the back passing and that, they're not going to hurt anybody. And I don't think Watford are going to be scared of them because they know over the last results and the last few games Leicester have played, it's more about possession with Leicester than it is with uh, an end result. Um, mm. And I can go through every one of the team and say that when they receive the ball, they don't look forward. They look to pass no. sideways or backwards. Nobody mm. is prepared to take the ball up the pitch. And the team itself are not are not supporting the ball as it goes up the pitch. So, you know, I think Leicester are going to struggle against Watford. I'm not going to say they're going to lose, but I can't see them winning. So you're going to get the old splinter job there. Right. I'm going to go for a draw on this one, yeah. I mean, we're talking about managers, um, Brad. We don't know, you know, he's kind of said Madison um, and Dewsbury Hall are, are fit enough to come back. Pierre Ricardo's out. He's also said in the same breath that he may give the, the youngsters uh, a, a run out. And to be honest with you, there's three games left. Does it really matter whether we finish 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th? It, it, I mean, obviously, money-wise, it's a, probably an extra million or something. But you know, I can't believe I'm saying this about Leicester. But what is, um, you know, what is a million pound these days? I'd be quite happy for him to pluck the youngsters out and give them a run, uh, especially the way, like you say, that the the, um, the the senior players have been playing. I think <laughs> what you'll see, you'll what you'll see is something that Brendan's not actually able to. Do at all during his reign as Leicester manager, and that to me, it may be the first season when he kind of just took over at the end of it in the first summer, he kind of did, but even then, I don't think he'd be able to do it to his full potential. And that is, he's in a position where he's actually in the perfect position as a Leicester manager to make the season end on a high note, and that's by doing exactly what he stated. And it's something that you guys wanted a few weeks earlier. and I was saying, while there's still something to mathematically go for, I want to see our strongest team. But I'm in agreement now. He has a chance to give these youngsters that are on the edge, like Jewsbury Hall was during pre-season this season, and like others have before him, where we play, we see Brunt play again. But also what I think we'll see is we'll see next season starting to take shape. And I know I'm doing a preview with, with you for this game. Chris, and I'm sure you'll get me to do an 11 for it, and I'll go through it then, so I won't say too much. But I, I expect... To be honest with you, I'm not going to because of what I've... You know, with, with the fact that well, he might no, be some I, players I, in. I honestly, honestly <laughs> stick to it. I'll do it in a couple of minutes. We'll just literally reel off the positions and talk about it. I'd like to talk about the potential depth we're going to use and, and the squad going forward. Okay. If you don't want to, that's fine. If we don't have no, to, no, no, no. I, I just thought because it, it could go any way with the youngsters and what have you. Yeah, but I also can, think. Can, I, can I just say, Brad? Can I just say, you can bring as many youngsters in you if you know that you want, but isn't he going to get the team to be playing in the same tactics that he's doing now? Because if he does, oh. the kids, the the kids are not going to benefit. They're going to be confused well, that, like that. everybody else is. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, that's, that's the thing think about. You've also got to remember when he says the term youngsters, you've got to remember how young our squad is. So that could incorporate that he's going to give Justin and 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 uh, Luke Thomas 
Now, Justin's obviously a mainstay regular, but Thomas hasn't been, has he? Since the players, excuse me, since the players have been available, Available, he's been dropped and 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 suffered not playing for a few weeks. So it might be a case of that. But I get what you're saying, Steve. I do agree with you. You need these New Yorkers. This is the way forward. They're not going to benefit anything. It needs to be a tactical change as well as a player change. I think there'll be certain players that aren't going to be here next season who will not see play this game. Mm. Yeah. Or maybe shop window. It'll be a mix of shop window and new blood that we're going to see. So which way are you going, Brad? I'm going to beat a dead horse, mate. I'm going to keep going with Leicester until it happens. <laughs> I agree. Now, I agree totally what you're saying there about the um, it's no good playing different players if you're using the same tactics and what have you. However, I do think the youngsters may... They, they might just think, I'll just try this. <laughs> you know, they might just... I mean, look, look, at when, look at when you put the, the youngsters out against Watford in the FA Cup. You know, he, we, he had six youth players on the pitch at the end, and we won four-one. And you bring all the main players back to play against a, a second-tier team in Forest, and we lose four-one. So you know, there's there's nothing to lose. And I think I always say with um, with Brendan, the, we we benefited from him coming down and walking out on um, on Celtic because he saw more in those last whatever it was eight, nine, ten games. Uh, yeah. with proper Premier League games than than you know five hundred preseason games the ridiculous preseason games we're playing you know we're, we're playing players that you know teams that in fairness let's be honest with you there's always a couple of non-league teams there one day we'll play this we'll play two teams on the same day so we've got our team split down the middle. All they are is fitness, so he's not going to find anything out about the youngsters in those games that he doesn't already know. But he could see a lot in these last three games because they're up against teams that, obviously, yes, they're down. The thing is, though, I did a watch-along for the Watford-Aston Villa game with with Dan. Not the Watford-Aston Villa, sorry, the Burnley-Watford game with Dan. And Watford were awful. And we often complain about... Brendan Rodgers stood on the pitch clapping, you know, not being enthusiastic. I looked over, well, I didn't look over. I looked at when the, the camera landed on him, Roy Hodgson, and he wanted one of those, you know, those recliner, those chairs where you press the button and the cushion goes up and pushes you forward and out. He could have done with one of those because when they equalised Burnley, Nothing at all. No getting up, no trying to encourage his team, no trying to give anything else. And when the second goal went in, I actually thought, when the camera panned over to him, I actually thought he was asleep. <laughs> he was possibly dead because he just was not moving. So I'm sorry. It's because Roy's there. He's, he knows it's over. He's leaving. What's the point? You know, like I say, he just, I think he just wants to sit there with a blanket over his legs and uh, and keep warm. So I'm going to go for a Leicester win as well, whatever team we put out, simply because I, th I think, you know, I think Watford are a spent force. Now they're obviously down. What does it matter? And Roy doesn't give a damn, to be honest with you. Uh, Scott's going 4 1 Leicester. I probably can. I think I think it probably is one where you say to players like just go out there and fill your boots, guys, you know. Yeah. Um the next game, West Ham versus Manchester City. The the uh, 
The hammer's there. Now, Man City, they saw Liverpool blink. Uh, they didn't. They're back three points ahead. Are we going to see a game here where, uh, Steve, that West Ham managed to get a very good win at the weekend? Um, can we see them beating Man City? I, I can't see them beating City. I think um, the result they got by Tottenham and Liverpool drawing, that was their kick that they needed after the, the loss in Europe. Mm. And um, I think they're going to be even stronger now for the, for the last two games for the running. Um so, West Ham have played well, had a great season, but Man City are going to be too professional and they're, they're going to see the season now because they can see the finishing line now and that's what's spurning them on. So, Man City, Man City win. Man City for you. Okay. I mean, Brad, uh, yeah, I did say that it was a good win, but it was only against Norwich. Um, that might come and bite me on the bum. Oh, can I just say earlier, sorry, Scott, you said you clipped my 12-point uh, prediction. <laughs> I did come at the end of it and say we were unlikely to get those. I, I did think that earlier in the season. Um, but uh, <laughs> um, Scott's going for a West, West, West Ham draw? How does that work? They get two points for doing so well. <laughs> I have to explain that one to me, Scott. West Ham draw. Um, mm, okay. <laughs> I, I've stopped putting vodkas in my Cokes. I'll tell you, I really must. Um, West Ham, seventh uh, in the table at the moment, uh, Brad. And they're sitting um, in the form table. They, they've dropped down to 13th. They didn't have a particularly have a bad um, answer to being knocked out of there semi-final in Europe, but um, do you see them getting anything from this? Or is like Steve said, are they going to um, literally just be there for for scoring practice for Man City? Um, I don't think they'll be scoring practice. I don't think it's the way that um, David Moyes has got them playing this season and the way he's gone about his lineups. I mean... <laughs> I mean, you could argue that they didn't have the depth to do it, which has been something that was said about Leicester over the last couple of campaigns. But he's gone strength and strength through his league games and Europa League. Um, so I think he'll put out a strong enough squad. Uh, I think there's probably a big sigh of relief when they beat Norwich because although you probably found it slim, that's probably all but secured their European football for next season in terms of where they're going to finish in the league because they're not going to get it through uh, the, cup, the cup competition itself. Having said that, I just don't think they'll be in the mood to go out and cause too much of a shock to the system. Liverpool did blink and to give it a comparison, you know, Celtic Rangers was pretty close this season, but Rangers blinked first and Celtic haven't blinked since. Um, and I just don't see Man City blinking. So yeah, I think, I think, Man City come out on top I think you're right. I mean, West Ham, in fairness, they are in seventh at the moment with 55 points. Um, 50 points is eighth position Wolverhampton, but Wolves have got a game in hand as it happens on West Ham. So it's not inconceivable that West Ham could be caught, although Wolves are a little bit off form at the moment. But like you, like you guys have both said, you know, Man City saw... You know, they got the draw against Liverpool, but they saw that Liverpool, you know, got the draw the other night against Tottenham. 
And I think, like like Steve says, that will spur them on, no pun intended, um, and that <laughs> will sort of make us quite not bad, that one, was it? Um, and I think they will just do, yeah, they're not going to let it go now. They're going to say, right, we've got that gap back. We've got that three-point gap back. Let's not let it go. So it's a full house here for, for, Man, for Man City. Um, so, Steve, the aforementioned Wolves and the aforementioned Norwich. <laughs> Surely, um, you can... I mean, we've joked about Norwich all along, haven't we? Um, we've got them tomorrow night. Uh, they're down, whatever happens. Wolves have got something to play for. I mean, Wolves you know, on the form table, they're you know they're not they're not doing brilliantly. Um, in fact, I can't even find them. They're down in seventeenth. They're below us. Yeah. Uh, they've lost three, one draw in the last um, four games. So, do you see? I think I, Norwich... I think I forgot. They've got they've got Man City tomorrow, aren't they? Wolves, I think. Have they? Right. I think they play Man. I think they play Man City tomorrow. I think. Oh, so I think it will... yeah, I think they do actually. Yeah. yeah. So I forgot about that game. To be honest, they might be able to cause uh, Man City a bit of a problem. Yeah, if they don't. Yeah, so uh, if they do get a result against Man City, I think Norwich are going to get a thumping. So uh, all depends on the game against Man City. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm going to go for a Wolves win. We're going to go for a Wolves win. Are you concurring with that, Brad? That's a big word. Either way, I don't think it matters. They'll feel a bit more relieved that they should fight against Chelsea to pull that back. Great result, that wasn't it, Chris? It was, yeah. And uh, free hit against Man City. If they do get something, happy days. If they don't, it's Man City. It's kind of the norm, unfortunately. I hate to say it, but it is. Uh, but Norwich, Norwich disappointed me, not just because they've yo-yoed again, or stripper polled, as, as uh, Reese might say. Um, but um, you thought, with the way the players were speaking after the, the relegation was confirmed, and the way the manager was speaking, they'd go down to fighting. You know, normally you see a team like that showing that they're ready to fight and come back up next year. And they've just been abject as usual, for the whole season. So I'm just going to go for a walk to win, mate. Yeah. I've got to be honest with you. Like you say, it, it is a free hit against Man City, really. But, you know, if, if they lose that, uh, there's going to be five points behind West Ham with two games to go. It's it's catchable for them, you know. And like you say, they, they came back well against Chelsea. Um, I, I mean, I've got to agree with you guys. I can't see, you know... Wolves letting this one slip. They know if they've got to, if they're going to catch West Ham, and they are relying on West Ham slipping up, but they are, uh, excuse me, going to have to um, make sure they get these wins. Um, next up, we have got Everton versus Brentford. Um, again, Brentford, um, Scott's just coming in here, Norwich 4 3. Wow, <laughs> a golf fest for you, Scott. I'll have whatever you're drinking, please. Um, <laughs> it's uh, Everton. Well, we saw Everton. We don't need to know. We know what they are. They are fighting to the death. They are they are showing some teeth. Um, and Brentford, they, they, they are again exactly the same 
uh, as we said with Brighton, they struggled. Uh, they started off well, sorry, struggled, came back well. But it's at Everton, and you know, it, it's it's well, we we lost it. Oh, we drew at Everton, didn't we? But it's a cauldron. You know, they've won two away. Their home form is so much better. And they're going to be looking Burnley. Uh, sorry, they're going to be looking Everton at getting something from this, Steve. Yeah, I think Everton think, um, or they know that they've done enough, and I think they have to be honest. Um, the way they're playing now uh, is a different team to where they're playing three or four games ago. All the body body uh, language is, you know, a lot better and a lot different. So mm. I can't see now Everton letting it slip. I think, to be honest, that they'll win their last two games. So, Everton for me on this one. Everton for you. Okay. Everybody in the chat, well, everybody, Anthony and Scott, are both going for Brentford wins. Uh, Brad, which side of the fence are you falling on? Everything does point towards an Everton win. Uh, and obviously, we've been the charity FC of everybody's season, it seems, this season, when they've needed a point. Don't look no further than Leicester City because you'll come and get one if you get enough corners. You know, five per, yeah. five corners per goal is all you need to, to go for. So, uh, the problem is, Brentford, we all thought, oh, they're going on holiday. They've got that win, they're going on holiday. Then they've got another win. Oh, well, they're, they're, they're having a bit of a run, but they'll be on holiday next week. And I just think Everton are going to slip up again. I think there's, there's still more twists and turns. People are trying to say that Everton and, and, and Burnley and that have done enough as the Leeds have done. We counted them out, then we've ruled them out of relegation. We've, we've had so many twists and turns with this bottom three. And this is one of the things where if you get carried away, you think the job's done, and you go out there with a bit of a swagger, which is great to go out there with confidence, but you come up against a Brentford side that are just playing the game and enjoying it and not necessarily going on the beach. I think you come on stuck. So I'm actually going to go for a Brentford win. I'm drawing in the corner section. You're going for a Brentford win. I tell you, honestly, I will love it if we beat them. Love it. Um, I, I I like Brentford, as you know. Um, I like, feel like I'm starting a, a Harry Hill session here. I like Brentford, but I like Everton. How are we going to decide? Um I just think if this was at Brentford, I'd have to go for Brentford. I mean, Brentford are safe. You know, they're 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 not going to go any you know down or anywhere like that. They're sort of you know twelfth. They've got you know mid table written all over them. Uh, two points left, um, but it is at Goodison Park. And you know, speaking to Elton Wellsby the other day. You know, he says the atmosphere at Goodison Park is just electric. It literally is electric. The the fans are really getting behind the team. Maybe we could learn something from that. But um, I am going to go for an Everton win. And I think they'll look at that and think, yep, you know, we, we I'm not sure who Everton have got after that. I don't think it's as necessarily, I think it's a harder game. But I think Frank will be saying to them, right, this if we win this one, we've done the job, lads. You know, and uh, uh, this will get us over the line. So, for that way, I am going for a Everton win. Um, talking of the aforementioned Newcastle, which our, our Kev was, um, I don't know why I'm even bothering asking you, Steve. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, Newcastle hosting Arsenal. 
Arsenal been up and down like the, the old bride's night dress, but um, are Newcastle going to get anything in this one? I know you think they probably will do. Smash them. You're getting worse as the season goes on. Thank God we've only got a couple of games left. You'll be having a you'll be having an all out third world war in the middle of uh, St James's yeah. Park. Okay, three, three new three nil to Newcastle. Wow, wow. Um Brad, I mean Arsenal, they are second in the form table. They had a bit of a dip again. Um and they but they've now gone four games without losing. Only yeah, Man City. It's, been the story, it's been the story of Arsenal season, hasn't it? I know mm. you could argue the last quarter of Newcastle season is where it's really been their season. They've had a mini season all, all to themselves, haven't they? Because they're like a brand new team with their owners mm. and, and the bit of cash that they spent in the January. I got a bit tainted on their great escape, isn't it? But uh, I'm sure they're not complaining. They're in the Premier League for another season, all, pretty much. So, um, the thing is, it all this all depends on the North London derby. If Arsenal get beat here in the North London derby, they'll get beat at Newcastle. Hmm. If Arsenal win, as long as they show that mentality, they'll win at Newcastle. <sighs> Without knowing the North London result, I'm going to stick to my guns and go for... Newcastle. Yeah, <laughs> Newcastle win. Go on, we'll land on that one. This one's one I can't pick between all three results and outcomes. It could be all three. So go on, Newcastle. Have you ever thought about doing ventriloquism, uh, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> and I was honestly down and I thought, oh, Newcastle could win this. I could draw it. So I let the voice of reason or insanity decide for me. And I think we'll, we'll, we'll find out which one it is come the game. No, as long as you're comfortable with Steve's hand up your backside, <laughs> controlling hey, you. Anthony, Anthony, I thought you'd gone, but uh, Steve, go for Arsenal win, and I'll give you, I'll, I'll give you <laughs> blood orange for Christmas. Um, he said, yeah, to me. I mean, Newcastle have done well, uh, and Eddie Howe has done very well um, with them. That you know, he, I know he's made you know he's, he's he's gone out and bought a couple of good players, but he also bought Chris Wood, so he, you know, he's uh, <laughs> he's had a bit to put up with. But no, he's turned he's turned that team round, and he's done part one, which was to keep them up this season. I think the next couple of seasons it's going to be stabilising them, maybe you know, in the top ten. And then see where it goes from there. It, Arsenal, I just—I mean, Anthony, what what an Arsenal on this season? You know, I say up and down, win and lose. You know, win five, lose four, win another three, lose. I, I just—if this was at Arsenal, I would probably not be making this choice, but. He's, he's, he's just sound, signed a new three-year contract, Anthony. Well done, mate. You know, the process goes on for another three years. This process is taking a while, isn't it? But, you know, uh, Mikel's at the wheel. Mikel's at the wheel. Enjoy the ride. I am actually going to go for... And Steve's going to hate me now. But I'm actually going to go for a draw. Um, because I just think Newcastle... It's at Newcastle. 
And obviously, like with Everton, they just play a little bit better. So I don't think you'll get the win, Anthony. And I don't think Newcastle will. So I am going for the old splinter in the arse moment. Steve, I mean, it's like Liverpool A team versus Liverpool B team here, isn't it? <laughs> Southampton hosting Liverpool. I mean, I take it that they've, they've just won. Yes, they have. Uh, yeah, yeah. tonight. Um, I mean, Ralphie, he got booed at the weekend by his own fans. They were seeing you getting sacked in the morning. With what he has to put up with there, which is not unlike Leicester of, 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 of you know years ago, selling to keep the club going, you know, and the fact that he's keeping them up with all of that, you know, it, it, it's it's good for him. And I think that, that maybe the fans, and it's easy when you're a fan of another club uh, to say this, but yeah, I can't, I can't say anything. Cause I, I, I'll, I'll jump in here first. Cause I'm, I'm going for a Liverpool win. Go on, Steve. What, what do you say? I think to be honest, their season two before is Leicester's season. I think the you know you you've both got managers that that can go on good runs and get some good results, which they have done in part of the season. Then they have these uh, runner results where you see the team more confused than ever of what they're trying to do. I think Southampton are frustrated, their fans and themselves by the way they are getting the results and the way they're playing but there again if Liverpool season goes to pot and they lose in the cup and Man City get a great result against Wolves tomorrow I think um, it'll upset Liverpool because they, they weren't at the best again tonight they, they you know yeah. they could have uh, they could have lost that game so having watched them the last two games I think there's a bit of Anxiety creeping in at Liverpool. So, um, if Southampton are in the the right mindset, I think they could get a result. Mm. So, I'm going to I'm going to give a shock one here. I'm going to say that Southampton will get a result and they, they'll beat Liverpool. Yeah, I mean, this game is actually um, where are we? Southampton. Uh, Liverpool is on the Tuesday because, of course, it is the cup final this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it pisses me off this. I mean, you know, the cup final, it's the end of the season, for God's sake. I mean, why mess about with these things, FA? You should FA off. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, money. Yeah. It's all about money. It, 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 yeah, of course it is. Of course it is. Um, so, sorry, which way were you going, Steve? I'm going for the Southampton win. Oof. That's uh, a bold prediction uh or all, all i can say to, and i haven't got our our friend mr McEnroe handy at all but Is that if Southampton beat them now? You're going to be texting me, aren't you? Too right, I'll be texting you. <laughs> <laughs> um, can you see that happening, Brad? Not Steve texting me. I mean, the fact that Southampton is going to win. It's a midweek game. It's at St Mary's. 
Yeah, team. two out of two, mate. Two out of two. Yeah. Nothing gets past you, does it? I know, right? I know, right? Yeah. Eagle eye, eagle eye, Brad. There. Bear with me with this. It's a, it's a week game. It's a night game. It's at St Mary's. A team from the Midlands did it. A team from Manchester did it. And now it's time for one of the Merseyside boys to do it. Liverpool will not just win this game, but we will see the hat trick completed. 9-0. Liverpool are stomping all over Southampton. Whoa. Well, we've got two ends of the scale there, haven't we? We've got... Um... <laughs> I know I don't get any extra points, but I thought I'd just be dramatic about it. You were, in fairness. You were very dramatic. Tell you, honestly, I will love it if we beat them. Love it. 9 nil, 9 nil for... I'm going to write that down. That's going to be a little side thing there. 9 nil. Um... <laughs> That I'm going to have to watch that match now with those two um, predictions either either end of the scale. Um, Scott's gone two one to Liverpool. Um, Newcastle have poor results. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. And like we say, I know you love him. I know you love him, Anthony. Don't fight it. Just uh, there's a very thin line between love and hate, and I don't think you can decide which side of that line to go on. I'll be watching you. Thanks. Okay, so the next day, he's going to hate me. Then he's going to hate me. Um, Everton Palace. Um, I said these are all the midweek games now. This is on Thursday. The last three games are all on Thursday. Um, I mean, it's hard to predict when we you know when we've, we've not seen what they're going to do this week, let alone this weekend. Um, are, are, are Everton going to? Again, take another to get another win from this. It's at Everton again. Yep, I think Everton are. I think you've seen a different stature in um, Frank Lampard. I think he's uh, back to his old uh, self on the line, and I think mm. you can see that he's got the belief in himself now. So the momentum's with Everton, and I think they're going to win. Well, I I agree with you totally. Like I say, the fact that it is at um, Anthony's disagreeing with me there. I think the fact that it is again at Goodison is um, the the fact. I think the last game is probably away from home, which means they're going to want to go out on a high. Um, so I am agreeing with you, and I'm going for an Everton win. Um, Brad, do we all are we all going to offer uh, uh, own Frank Lampard some apologies and eat some humble pie? Not quite, not quite, because see the thing is they've got they've got Watford in uh, tomorrow or have a they've got Watford before Brentford, so they've got two games there that you feel if they win you you could potentially look at them being safe, or you say they don't get the points and teams pull away from them and then all of a sudden their panic buttons re-hit and they panic on the pitch they try too hard in a sense and they lose this game or they're safe and they won't be cared they'll be so busy celebrating that they'll, they'll, they'll put the kids out they'll relax they'll enjoy the occasion and Palace will grab the win I don't see this is lose-lose for Liverpool at Everton because of that fact they'll either be safe and out of it or well, be just looking here, they've got Arsenal on the last weekend. Yeah, and yeah, and that's what I mean. I mean, you wouldn't be surprised if they lost to Palace, 
but beat Arsenal because Arsenal <laughs> there know where they're finishing and Everton are safe, but it'll just be a, a happy go lucky kick about the park like you had to be mates when we were all kids. But this one, that's I my, can just see them. Down that's, my the prediction as well. that's my prediction for the West Ham game as well for Arsenal. I mean, Everton, sorry. Everton, Everton, yeah, yeah. Everton well, we know that. We know that, Steve. You did that. That was just a given. But no, I, I think, like I said, they're either safe or they're going to be in trouble and they'll panic. So either way, unfortunately, they're, they're losing this game. Everton fans are going to hate me. I think it's bitterness, but no, honestly, I'm sticking with Palace. Okay, just get it right because I'd written my prediction in your box. Okay. Um, next up, we have got the Battle of the Clariton Blues. Um, Aston Villa absolutely destroyed Burnley last time out. Burnley were, I mean, you know, the, the Burnley that came back and beat Everton, uh, being 2-1 down to win 3-2, was nowhere to be seen. It was like, Steve, they'd gone to the dentist and had all the teeth pulled out. Uh, they were totally and utterly toothless. Whether and I suppose at the end of the day, the new guy's come in, or the, you know, he's moved up. And I suppose you know, he's, he's, had, he's had a good start, you know, a, a draw and two wins. You can't argue about that. But obviously, you know, if we're honest, it probably wasn't going to continue till the end of the season. And it was Villa that sort of turned up on that day. Is it going to be a double for Villa? I think so. Um, I think Burnley now have got. They've had their little run. I can't see because I can't see it carrying on. Um, you know, you saw a bit of hope when he first came in. You saw a bit of a change, but now they're going back to their old ways where you're looking at where the goals are going to be coming from. So I think for that reason, I think they will be struggling now, and I can see um, Villa winning it right now. Problem. Yeah, and uh, Brad. Um... You know, they sold a eight goal a season striker in Chris Wood and bought an eight goal a season striker back in Vegas, but saved fifty million. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Talk, talk, you know, we complain that Leicester getting like the likes, but at least, at least, uh, at least as is adding to the squad, not just swapping it out entirely. You know, oh, as yeah. is a substitute that comes on and scores goals, not not a money invested replacement. But um, see, the thing is. I've looked through my results as well, and going on the capitulation that they had against Villa, I think this is another one. Villa might already be on the beach, so they'll be as high as they pretty much can, minus probably a point, a place or two, and that, that's had neither here or there, with the greatest respect to Villa. Burnley will probably huff and puff, but just not have enough firepower. And as you say, Chris, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's the same, both, both of us are famous to lose on this prediction. It'll be last on match of the day. It's got draw written all over it for me. It's got nil-nil. And ultimately, I think it might even be the result that sends Burnley down. Because like Steve said, they the, the difference between these and Leeds and Everton is these had to do it when they had 11 points, didn't they? They had to get themselves back into it. And then, you know, that run was exhausting. And that's when they dropped points. And now they're fighting for their lives. I think there'll just be a bore draw. We've had very few draws uh, tonight, to be honest with you, but I'm not going to add to them because, uh, and I don't think Dan's watching, um, but I am going to go for the Villa win. I don't think Stephen Gerrard will let them 
beyond the beach, to be honest with you. He is a winner. He wants the best at every opportunity. Um, it is uh, just looking their last home game of the season because they're away at Man City on the last day. So I am going to go with Steve and I say it's a Villa win. I'm a bit worried that I'm going with Steve when you look at his score. (laughs) 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 Uh, Brad, did you want the trophy now? (laughs) Um, And the last game, the last game, uh, it's the Battle of the Blues. It's down to Stamford Bridge. They might have new owners in by that time, Steve. Who knows? Um, It's going to be interesting. Uh, they are fighting for that third position because I tell you what, Arsenal are coming right after them. One point behind, um, Chelsea do have a far superior goal difference uh, over nearly nearly treble what Arsenal's is, plus 39 to plus 14. Um, I, I feel for Leicester with their current form, but then again, it would be the most Leicester thing to do to go and win this, having lost against Watford. This suits um, Brendan Rodgers down to the ground. This is a, a sideways passing game. Uh, that's all I can see Leicester doing with this. I think um, Chelsea have been affected by the off-field antics what's going on. If it is settled by there, you'll see a different Chelsea. But I can't see Leicester doing anything. All I can see him doing is, is a possession sideways and backwards thing against Chelsea because that's how um, Brendan Rodgers likes to play against the top six teams. And I think he'll be going there not to lose, but not to win, if that makes sense. So, yeah. uh, I think this one, to be honest, the way if the Chelsea turn, I'm going to go for a draw on this one. You're going to go for a draw. Know, I don't know which Chelsea is mm. going to turn up. No, so I can't see Leicester winning, but I'm going to go for a draw. I don't know what you said then, Steve, but you turned my Alexa on. <laughs> I, don't <Not> know. <laughs> I don't know what my oh, I don't know what she was saying. I thought I thought for a minute. Sometimes it just flashes and then doesn't say anything. But she went into full full descriptive mode there, and I've no idea what it was. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I've, I've, she's gone now. Anyway, shut up, woman. There we go. I never thought I'd have a woman that would actually listen to me. Um, Brad? Oh, this is going to be painful, isn't it? Chris, what does what does Antonio Rudiger and Harry Kane have in common? I don't know, Brad. What does Antonio Rudiger and Harry Kane have in common? Well, unfortunately, despite why I'm telling this, it isn't a joke, but they always score past fucking Leicester. Excuse my French. And Leicester, this season have a unique, a frustrating habit of finding themselves 1-0 down before a ball's kicked because it's guaranteed that they're going to concede from a corner. Rudiger's last game at Stamford Bridge, I believe, for Chelsea, unless their last game of the season is also at home. Leicester conceding from corners, you do the maths, Chelsea... Yeah, the last game is home to Watford. Ah, OK. Well, still, Rudiger, Leicester, Leicester can't defend from set pieces, you do the math, Chelsea won this comfortably. It's, so I hate to say it, but I hate to say it, but Chelsea won this comfortably. I just don't see us getting anything. I don't even, I don't even have Steve's optimism on the draw. So much. I, 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 I find it very hard 
as I say, to 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 predict a Leicester loss. And that is probably, like I say, why I'm bottom of the, you know, fantasy league this season. I mean, Steve, in fairness, you're you're not doing too bad in the uh, in the X player one. Um let me just get it up. You you're certainly not bottom because I am. Um that's because I that's that's because I don't have to predict Arsenal and uh... <laughs> this is true. <laughs> yeah, this, yeah. This is it. I mean, just I'm just um looking here. I mean, um oh actually <laughs> no, you you no. won off the bottom. Yeah, I oh, am no. bottom with 16 points, and you are uh, you are um fifth with 90 uh yeah 19 points so but you still at least you're not bottom but i i i I kind of oh i I don't know um i haven't done this all season and i went i went i was going to go 2-1 everton and i didn't at the last minute i changed it because i couldn't go against Leicester, and i went for a 1-1 but There's points at stake here. <laughs> so what do I want more? The loyalty to Leicester or getting three points in the prediction league and keeping ahead of Brad. Um I, I I've I love you, Leicester, but I've got I've got to say this is at Chelsea. I've got to go for a Chelsea win. You know, and, and if Brendan is putting the kids out between now and the end of the season, you know that 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 is it. Um Scott says he's fierce for this game, and I honestly think this will be like the last game of the season against Spurs. Could well be. Anthony says that's because I did Steve's predictions. <laughs> Steve does do better when somebody actually stands in for him. It's a bit, it's a bit worrying. So that they're all on Thursday, and that is the last game of the season. Uh, last thing, sorry, last game of the week. Scott says think we will get destroyed. So, um, two for Spurs and, well, so not surprisingly, one for Burnley. Uh, two draws for Villa and uh, Steve thinks Villa will beat Palace. Uh, Brad, only because he wants to keep his girlfriend happy, he's gone for a draw for Leeds and Brighton. Uh, me and Steve have gone for a Brighton win. Uh, we all think, well, no, no, we think Leicester, Brad and me will get beat, eventually get a win against Watford. Steve thinks that will be a draw. None of us can see West Ham getting anything against Man City, or we can't see Norwich getting anything against Wolves either. Uh, Everton, Brentford, Brad, I don't know what he's, he's, he's on, but he's gone for Brentford. Stephen may have gone for Everton. Uh, Newcastle, Arsenal, two for Newcastle, and I've gone for the draw. Uh, Southampton, Liverpool, again, I, I, I need a pint of what you're on, Brad, because you've gone for Southampton. Well, no, have gone Liverpool. Steve um, went Southampton. I didn't go Liverpool. I've gone Liverpool. I've got you. Hang on, wait a minute. No, I've got you oh. Southampton. Well, no, I went Southampton. It was Steve that went Southampton because I went down near Liverpool because I went with the spirit of Midlands, Brooklyn, mm. Manchester, Spurs. This is why I always read them out at the end of the show. Good man, top man. See, <laughs> Southampton. I've either got to write them down or I've got to uh, try and lean over and type them on that computer. Uh, maybe I should go back to the typing on the computer. Uh, <laughs> well, I'll have whatever you're drinking then, Steve. <laughs> um, 
You and me both went for Everton again at home to Palace, but Brad went for Palace. Um, Villa, we both saw Villa getting something against Burnley, except Bradley went for the draw. And two of us went to the two Leicester fans went for Chelsea, and the non-Leicester fan went for the draw. Um, so that's that's how it looks. We will see how we go. Um, it is the following week, the last games of the season, and we're going to be doing something a little bit different on that day, guys. Um, starting at three o'clock because all the games kick off on Sunday the twenty-second at four o'clock. At three o'clock, we are going to be having. A, uh, a soccer Sunday sort of show, and I'll have Doug, who's a Liverpool fan, seeing if Liverpool can catch Man City. Um, we're gonna have Anthony, who's in the chat now, who'll be coming on as an Arsenal fan, seeing who gets the European places. And uh, we've got a Watford fan hopefully coming in who will be looking at the relegation places for us. Um, I think Brad's just got last week's predictions out the bin and he's gone on to change them over. We're looking for the last game. Arsenal host Everton, Brentford host Leeds, Brighton host West Ham, Newcastle are going to Burnley. Watford, have, well, they might as well stay at home, but they have got a trip to Chelsea. Thankfully, it's only a short one for them. Um, Palace are hosting Man United. We're hosting Southampton. That could be a boring nil-nil. Uh, Liverpool hosting Wolves. Man City hosting Villa. Both Liverpool and Man City are home. Uh, I was wondering, do you think they have two Premier League trophies? Because obviously, yeah, if it looks like Man City might win... They're going to well. They're in prime position to win it, pole position, aren't they? But oh, should Liverpool well, do it? I I can't remember if yeah. I think it was actually Doug. Funny enough, he mentioned it. Said it's something that happened in Scotland. I don't know if it'd be the same for the Premier League, but they actually had a helicopter because I think Celtic and Rangers years ago had it go down to the wire, and one minute it was flying towards the I Rock, and one minute it was flying towards fucking Celtic Park. So I think they potentially could helicopter it depending on you know I mean I suppose if yeah. Man City uh, if Man City are like three nil up at half time well four nil up at half time or with with three yeah. minutes to go they'll know where it's going so yeah but, um, yeah having said that yeah. it, 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 there's a bit of a shorter gap between Celtic and uh, Rangers isn't there um and and Steve the last game on the last day of the season Norwich hosting Spurs I'm sorry, mate. <laughs> you can get nothing for that one. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a, an appearance and say some comments about Arsenal and Tottenham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. I would be disappointed if you didn't, <laughs> Steve, mate. Thank you so much as always for giving up your time and coming on. Really do appreciate it. All the best to you and your family. Uh, take care and stay safe. Yep. Yeah, see you next time. See you next time. Good night, guys. Take thank care. you. Bye bye. <laughs> Always appreciate Steve's, you know, he's giving up his personal time to come on. Um, Brad, again, as always, thank you very much. Um, we, we, we're together tomorrow night um, doing the post-match after Norwich, but we have, got a, we have got a watch along. So I'm just wondering, have a think, Brad, and let me know tomorrow. Do we carry the watch along through and include the post-match as part of the watch along because it's an evening game? Uh, it might be better, especially if the result goes the negative way that most Leicester fans are probably thinking with the way it's been going for the last couple of weeks. Yeah. We might not really want to talk about it. So if you want, mate, what you can do is send me the link and I'll jump on at the end of the watch along and we can just do yeah. it that way. 
And then, yeah. if you want to otherwise, do otherwise, it's going to be an eleven, an 11 o'clock start for the uh, post-match show. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, if you if um... have a think about it, let me know tomorrow. Do have a think yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll we'll do it that way. It, make, it makes sense. We can kind of wrap it all at once, and then if you want to do anything before, yeah. we've got to we've got to do a turnaround, haven't we, for, for the preview of that? So, yeah. We won't be, I don't today. think we're doing your tactics with it being again the late show. Yeah, yeah, I won't yeah, bother. Yeah. With and I won't have time to do it if we're going through anyway. And then I've got you back on um, Friday. And I must remember on Friday that my car is getting serviced. I forgot last Friday. And my, my service was at 9 o'clock and I woke up at 10 o'clock thinking, oh, what am I doing this morning? <laughs> so I've rebooked oh, it. Yeah. Hope I don't yet, but we're going to be here for the Watford um, preview with a Watford fan. With a Watford fan, so that will be good. So, you've got Watford at the weekend. Brad, you are obviously, um, your links are in the description at Full Time Focus on Twitter. And uh, a matter of opinion is your podcast on Spotify and YouTube. Uh, do get in there because it is a matter of opinion whether you agree with us or not, or say us, whether we agree with Brad and the guests or not. Um, but you do cover some interesting topics. I know last week it was should women man women manage male football teams, and I think we we're all in agreement that they should. Uh, but yeah. go back and listen to the podcast. Um, maybe gave a spoiler away there. <laughs> to apologise. What is what is your next one? What's coming up? So the next one that we'll line up is episode four, and I'll be talking about uh, a very big sporting company in WWE, or as some may remember it fondly, I'm one of them more preferably as WWF. So, and in case you still don't know who that is, you've been living under the rock. That was what was commonly known as World Wrestling Federation, and living under known the rock. As... I wouldn't like yeah. that. He must weigh a ton. I know, right? <laughs> Uh, and uh, you, you know, the WWE obviously World Wrestling Entertainment. Uh, we'll be looking and discussing with my panel, deciding what they think is the best era from from that industry. Uh, if wrestling's something you are interested in, keep an eye out for that. There's a preview coming for it this week. That will be out for it. Um, and yeah, but if you if you like comic books, I've done a Marvel vs DC one. I've done two football ones. The one that Chris just mentioned, and uh, we had a fun one that Chris was involved in as well. Deluded football fans, which one's got the best fan base for it? So episode four, sticking with the sport, but chosen wrestling. So if you like WWE uh, or wrestling in general, be sure to go to the channel. A matter of opinion, the links in the description of my Twitter, and click subscribe and just help yeah. see if we can get to a hundred, hundred subs. And as I say, it is. It is in the description below. Um, and make sure you subscribe here as well, if you've not already. Cheap no, one. he's not getting a new board for next season, Anthony. We we have we have become, actually, what's the word I'm looking for? Automate, not automated, digitalized. We've come, we've caught up with yeah. the times. We're we've become it. Sky Sports esque here, mate. I, I'll put on a suit and tie, and everything. I'm going to get a Scouse accent. No, I won't. I won't go that <laughs> Talking a Scouse accent, Scottish accent, and there's an Italian team. Anthony will tell you. I can't remember. It's called Saluso or something. Brad, um, your Brad. Doug does it with a Scottish accent so well. I've got to download it and use it as my ringtone. I really have. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, we know, you know why we would? Why we would what? 
Um, I've obviously missed something there. But certainly with the wrestling, I'm sorry. You know, I mean, I'm not into the wrestling. Uh, I used to be when it was the, the the good old days of Big Daddy and Giant Haystacks and Jackie Palo and and all of those. You know, when it when it was when men were men, and and, and men wore <laughs> men wore leotards and in the ring. But uh, it's fixed, though, isn't it, Brad? Well, I mean. It's scripted, that's the better term. You probably just got pitchforks set on fire by wrestling fans saying the word scripted because it, it obviously is done in a professional manager because you know it, it is an entertainment, you know, the, the E in WWE does stand for that, and that's what it's become a brand. It's not, it's not so much a hard hit in wrestling as it is, but the moves are performed and they do hurt and they do cause injuries. So, the only thing that really is unknown is, and it's only to the wrestlers, is, is the result. So it's it's just the way they do it, and they do it in an entertaining way. The result is planned beforehand. Yeah, obviously, but uh, you get very controversial sporting if it wasn't in that way. It, 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 you know, you've got your indie circuits where it's less scripted and it's more go at each other and whoever can't get up for a free count or whatever is the winner. But you've got everything to enjoy in wrestling, and, and it's just because WWE is one of the main companies. But I will be asking... One of the questions I will be asking for those of you that may follow more than just WWE, I will be asking, what's the biggest up and coming brand uh, in the business, or where 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 would, would what would you advise to go and see as a starting brand if you can't get tickets that are like gold dust for a WWE event, maybe AEW, maybe New Japan Wrestling, etc. So it's an open ended one as well, a little bit, but that is the main source of the topic. Brad, uh, Anthony is saying there to you, look up the WWE owner versus Stan Kroenke, Battle of the Businessmen, must be on YouTube. Um, I'm surprised you got time for that. I wonder what you're going to suggest you're watching then, Anthony. <laughs> uh, I, I, I just think, do you not feel it? I just, I just, I just say, knowing that it, knowing that it's all planned and scripted or whatever you want to say, fixed. And the fact that they know who's going to win it beforehand, and you know all this posture, and yeah, it is an entertainment, but it's it's not a sport. That's the thing, isn't it? I'm sorry, you can't call it a sport. Well, you know, again, people will say a lot of things about any sport. I mean, a lot of people don't understand why fully grown men and women will sit in plastic, dirty plastic seats and cheer a cheer a leather ball being kicked around and and, uh, <laughs> and uh, watch people falling over for 90 minutes. It, it's an opinion and it's exactly what a matter of opinion is all exactly. about. Exactly. So exactly. If someone wants to come on and be controversial like that, do drop me a message. I'm looking for guests to be as open as they are because that's what the channel's all about. So, you know, if you've got an opinion like Chris about WWE and where it's at and you want to get involved, just let me know. I'd be happy to have people on for that sort of there we go. Like I say, the links are in the description. And I, I, I couldn't have set that one up better, could I? No, you really couldn't have. You're getting better and better at these. I'm getting better at seeing them and reading them. <laughs> Brad, mate, thanks so much. Good luck with the uh, podcast. Uh, I will see you tomorrow in one form or another. Let me sleep on it as to what we do with the show after Watford. And let's hope at least we've got something to smile about. Yeah, that's it, mate. And cheers for having us on, as always. No, thanks, as always, for coming on, mate. Take care. All right. See you tomorrow. See you. Cheers. See you later. So, 
yeah, like I say, guys, be sure to check Brad's details out at Full Time Focus on Twitter and the uh, Matter of Opinion on uh, uh, Spotify and probably others as well, and also on YouTube. I mean, we were joking there, but it, it is it is it is good. It, it is a it is a podcast rather than a video cast, so you will be sort of watching rather than. Um, Rather than actually, so you'd be listening rather than watching. Uh, you don't, you don't see our beautiful mugs on that, which is probably, to be honest with you, an advantage. Please, please, please do this for me though. Sydney, uh, please subscribe uh, to the YouTube channel. Smash the likes button and press the notifications. We do five or six shows a week. I'm just planning what shows I'm going to be doing during the off-season and into next season as well. So uh, it's like it's like getting your football shirt early, <laughs> the last day of the season. Uh, I'm planning next year, next season shows. Thanks to everybody in the chat, Scott and Anthony. Thanks a lot, guys. Um, and to anybody who's been listening, thank you for listening. Anybody who's been watching, thank you so much for watching. Join us tomorrow night, 7.15, for the watch-along. Me and Josh will be here talking you through, uh, at least I'm going to have company, not like the Aston Villa game, which was nil-nil and most boring game. And I sat on my own for 90 minutes and to be quite honest with you, I, I, I need, I should have a BAFTA for that performance. <laughs> See you tomorrow. Don't do anything I wouldn't enjoy. Good night now. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Network. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. 
Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.